Hello, lovely listeners. Rebecca and Jen coming at you with your double, double dose of reality. Today, we're serving up a batch of tidbits for you. All different kinds from the nice like chocolate and powdered donut ones to the ones that no one wants, like the old fashioned plain, kind of like Peter. Sour cream glaze though. Those are my favorite. No, well, they actually have flavor and don't get stuck in your throat like the old-fashioned one does. I don't know who gets old-fashioned donuts. I feel like it's like old dudes who go to Tim Hortons and get like a black coffee, an old-fashioned donut. Or like if you get like the mixed thing of Timbits, make sure that you tell them no old-fashioned because they will try to put them in there. <laughs> I know if I've ever gotten Timbit, and I, I don't know the last time I did, but it was like, I want all sour cream and all chocolate. All right, well, there is so much going on in bachelor world too right much now. we have a list there's so much added good. to the list since i gave you the list where should we start um i mean we can start, start with maybe like littler things and like build up to the big one at the end there what's our big one colton colton i got opinions on that so does the rest of the world <laughs> well one of our little ones raven and adam got married in Dallas, Texas last week because the governor got rid of all the COVID regulations so they could do whatever they wanted. And they delayed in hopes of things maybe changing, but it was so cute. It was like them two, very intimate. What did you think of her dress? I didn't like it. <laughs> Y'all can't see the expression, but she is not impressed. And uh, I, I agree with you on that. Um, she has it's such a great body that she can wear a lot of different styles and meh but yeah, yeah right if she felt yeah. good in it I mean that's all that's important it was just like it was basic you know standard lace mermaid yeah and like her hair was kind of just like curly mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting something a little spicier like I know she's from the south like it felt very southern to me mm-hmm. you know it felt very like say yes to the dress like <laughs> yes yeah. to the dress Atlanta like that's what it felt like, like <laughs> Andy from say yes to the dress Atlanta was like darling you yes. will look so good in this. <laughs> yes. Like, I will. So congrats to them. They met on uh, Paradise. And like, when I saw that, I did not put them together. Yeah. No, I didn't see that either. It's just yeah. like. They probably balance each other out pretty well. Yeah. I don't know. They seem like they're like in a happy relationship. Obviously, they got married. So that's good. What else? Um, Bachelor in Paradise Canada has a host. Yes. I've never heard of him. No. <laughs> no I guess we have to do some more research on that I was trying to find out I was like where's this man's wikipedia page what has he done he created his LinkedIn his Instagram says connector of worlds Jones and Jones group at the house of Kumba Jones Jones Limited 1081 Inc creator of the drive in Conversations Hall Park I know what none of those things are he only has 3800 Instagram followers which seems very small I was hoping that they would go for like an old like YTV or like much music VA, BMA or whatever VA yeah. like right? someone, I was like really hoping for that someone that like, like the 25 to 35 age group would have watched yeah right like Rick Campanelli hello yeah I don't and that's the thing it was like when like Emmanuel that after the final rose and it was like it's great but like I feel like people just praised him for no reason I feel like people were like oh he was so great and it was like was he though in terms of like reality show you shouldn't just put someone there because they're a person of color either like that's not the right message to send either no and choose a person of color that knows what they're talking about and can actually do proper interviews for reality tv you know just because he wrote a book just because he's a 
male of color doesn't mean he's going to do a good job necessarily. So I don't like that they, again, it's that's tokenism, right? That's not choosing the best person who's also happens to be a person of color. That's just choosing a person of color to appease people. You know who else would have been a good pick? Lainey. Do you know Lainey? She's like, she was a social more like Instagrammer person, influencer. And then she was, um, oh, in Toronto, what is it called? The talk? It's oh, the yes. Version. yes. Yeah. yeah. Like Lainey would have been a good one. Tracy Melshore would have been a good one. Yeah. I feel like there's a few people who would have been good, honestly. So it was missing for me with the After the Federal Rose when they had Emmanuel Ocho, it was like, okay, but this isn't fun. This TV show is about finding love in like a weird setting. Like it's, it's kind of ridiculous, right? Yeah. So, Especially in a pandemic, like we're looking to that to escape what, you know, a little bit of what we're going through and that didn't really provide that for us. So. No, it wasn't fun. It was depressing. But I feel like in terms of Canadian reality TV shows, you have a lot to live up to mm-hmm. with the host of The Amazing Race Canada. Yep. Being by far my favorite reality TV show host ever. He's so good. So good. What is his name? John Montgomery. John Montgomery. John Montgomery. Yes. And uh, for those of you who have not heard that name, um, Canadian reference here, he won gold in the 2010 Olympics, but he's more known for the fact that he accepted a (laughs) tankard of beer uh, as he was walking, doing his victoring walk. And he drank the whole thing back. Pure Canadian right there. Yeah. And I would like to see someone like that who maybe like means a little bit more to like the country in that sense. Yeah. And someone that can maybe be recognizable for the American audience as well, because yeah. they're going to be tuning in. And if they're intertwining American contestants as well, it would be nice to have someone that the Americans are like, oh, I kind of heard, I've heard that name before. And because yeah, like, like nobody's heard of this guy. So maybe he can make his mark. This he might, be, yeah, he might be good. He's just unknown. We also have our bartender. Kevin. And we approve. We approve of this choice. And I posted on our Instagram that he was the bartender. Astrid liked the photo. That was an amazing moment for us because that's our first like of the franchise that has seen us for for our content and things. And we're always like, if we could get Nick or Taisha or someone to just be like, yeah, I like your post. Like we made it. <laughs> we got Astrid. So yeah, we got one. We got one, folks. We'll take it. It was very exciting. I was like, what? So did Bachelor in Paradise Canada. They liked it. Okay, so because we're trying to get in with them to get advanced episodes so that we can release the podcast. It's true. A bit earlier for you guys. So it's a stepping stone. Yeah, all thanks to Rebecca and her amazing cultivation of our Instagram. Woo woo! But with all this stuff that's been happening, it's been <laughs> easy peasy lemon squeezy. Peter is writing a book. Yes. Why? Nobody knows. Um, because he can, because Bachelor can do anything they want, apparently. Like, I was on a dating show, so hire Mm. me as a children's book writer. Yeah, and I don't know if he actually, like, really wrote it, but just provided the idea, right? Like, he walked up and he was like, I'm a pilot. And the book is centered around, like, his dad was a pilot and introduced the love of flying to him and now you know he's a pilot like nobody wanted it like Colton was successful selling a book with his stuff in it Peter no one was interested so he's like children's book that's how I will get my story out to the world yeah <laughs> yeah for all the bachelor watchers who are now having children and then he's like how is he somehow part of the all these bachelor gatherings that have been happening <laughs> throughout the states like is he friends with any of them he seems kind of like he's hanging out with all of Tasha's former contestants and I'm like how did they yeah I noticed that too 
He just inserted himself. He just showed up. It's like between New York, Nashville, Miami. That's where they're all. They're all congregating. And I'm like, what? Why? What's going on? Like, they're all vaccinated. Because President <laughs> Joe got stuff done. Daddy Trudeau hasn't. Still waiting on our vaccines over here. We can register now. I love how they made a big deal about us being able to register for vaccines. It's like, cool. I registered on April 7th and then again last week because apparently I'm in a Hyde uh, transmission neighborhood, Fleetwood. So they're prioritizing based on that. So I have two registration numbers now trying to get in and get this done. The registration was open to everyone before. It was. I registered weeks ago because I was like, oh, I can just do it. Cool. I will. So I don't know what this big deal is because it's like, it's not that you're getting your vaccination. It's no. you, you just still have to wait for it. But they're trying to hype it up so much. What else? Okay, let's get back to it. Matt. Matt James has been doing the most trapezing across the planet, planet, the continental United States. Yeah. Hanging out with like TikTokers, like 10, like 15 year olds. He was mm-hmm. in New York and hanging out with like people who are famous on TikTok. I don't know who they are. Seven years out of that. But those people, he should also be at least seven years out of that. That's all I know is that they were young. And like young, like teenage girls. Yeah, I kind of just skip over his Insta feed now. I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, next. He still does stuff with his, uh, the ABC tours thing, which is cool, which is good. He like was like, I am ready for love and I will be the bachelor. Then he was like, no, I am not. No, I'm not. I think maybe he thought he was ready, but then going through the process, he was like, nah, But that's also like he admitted, right? Like, oh, he's never really been in love. He's in a very confused place. But like you said before, it's like you come onto The Bachelor, you see that all these people are into you, it feeds your ego, you start getting these insta boosts and these likes and you know, people are paying attention to what you're doing. And that pretty much goes away if you stay in a relationship and get married. Like it's not as big as like, oh, he's single again, let's track him and who he's dating. Like, you know, the attention. Yeah, I think maybe he fell into that trap. I think so too, honestly. Because I mean, like you, like we were talking about, like you become famous, like automatically. Yeah. And it's, it's, an, it's a boost for everyone involved if they're seen with, because you're like People Magazine's person of that week, you know? Yeah. Right? So he's been doing that. And then him and Rachel are all like back and forth, back and forth. I mean, we were saying in our last uh, episode, like they were spotted together. And then like almost right after we aired that, they were like, oh no, this was another girl he was spotted with, like an ex that he had gotten back together with. And now Rachel is heartbroken. And then the next thing you know, oh, there he's trying to win her back. And the last thing I saw the other day was they were in Georgia together. And like, I don't, people were got really angry at him for like seeing someone else. And it was like, but they were broken up. They broke up. Casually dating. You can casually date whoever. Yeah, she might be like upset about it. But if you're not exclusively dating someone. She can have feelings about it, but it's not something to go after him for. Like he broke it off with her on TV. You know, even when he was asked, like, is there hope of reconciliation? He didn't say yes or no. So they like they were over over. I don't understand what the whole big thing was. And, you know, maybe it would uh, it appears kind of sketchy because this was a girl that he was talking to before he went on to The Bachelor and had like kind of broken up with her. So people are like, oh, he broke up with her just to go on. That whole thing where they're always like, they broke up just to be on The Bachelor. Maybe he did. And you know what? His season still happened. So can't change it now but like shit can change maybe he did break up with someone just be like i want to be the bachelor and maybe he really liked rachel Mm -hmm. maybe he didn't i don't know people change 
we're not always we don't always have the same intentions month week to week right exactly yeah I don't think anyone can fault him for that that goes on to the show because ever since social media became more involved y'all are going on for some kind of promotion too I mean and like we're even talking about going on for promotional purposes too if you weren't then you wouldn't you know care about cultivating your Instagram to maintain your followers you wouldn't be writing books you know, getting agents, agents, books, clothing lines, like all of the things that come afterwards, you know, like you would kind of go off and continue living your life. And I know some contestants have, but a lot of them, but I mean, I don't know. It's like, I would do it too, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah, there might be some real intention of like, Hey, if this works out, it works out. But also if it doesn't, you're still on TV. So like, yeah. don't lie to yourself. Or to yeah. other people. Exactly. And the fact that Claire uh, specifically is calling him out and saying like, see, I was right. Again, Claire, how many times have you been on this show looking for love? And I'm doing air quotes here, looking for love, you know, and you're just, I don't know, you're doing it to remain relevant. And you, you and your boy toy are going back and forth, back and forth, just to keep relevance in in the media. Well, that's the thing. It's like, she's like, I told you guys. And it's like, dude, the fact that she, she was shaming him last year for but last year when, you know, they were going to film on COVID and then he was like, I'm doing a cameo for this fundraiser. Yeah. Literally for a fundraiser, raising money for charity. And she was like, you're not here for me. And I don't want anyone to do anything that's not for me. But that was even evident on her season when the one guy was like, I think you're really pretty. And he was like, what? She was like, what else? And he was like, yeah. I just met you. Yeah. Like, well, everyone else said I'm perfect and beautiful and smart and the funniest person they've ever met in their lives. And I have the best ass on the planet. So where are your compliments? Yeah, I think we just need to like, let him go live his life. I don't know, even if he goes back to Rachel, like that's their business. We could easily point back to her and be like, why do you keep getting with this guy who going back and forth, like not knowing what he wants, right? So that's on her too. So there's two people in that relationship. Yeah, it's true. It's like you do you. And Claire, shut up because your relationship is nothing to shake a stick at either. Because if there's ever evidence of someone who's with someone else for the fame of it, it's Dale with Claire. Because as soon as he broke up with her and people thought he was an asshole and the Dale Moss brand didn't take off, he was right back to Florida. Yeah. Right back with Claire. Playing her like a violin. And she's going along with it because she's like, this is my last chance. I have no more lives in my video game. You know, she's, she's 40. That's it. Women, we curl up and die after that. Yeah, apparently. Unless he really loves you, like find someone who actually does. Because I mean, it's not like gravity has taken its toll or she looks bad. She might be annoying. If it's about like the ticking time clock of fertility, I'm pretty sure she has enough money to go and, you know, get the baby on her own. She don't need the man to do that. Who's to say that if even if you get into a relationship and have a kid, it's going to even work out? Yeah. What's next? Reality Steve. Are we surprised that the middle-aged white man is reality TV too closely? I was not surprised. Not like I was with when the stuff about Taylor came out. I was not surprised that he had this behavior in the past because I listened to his episode with Nick Vial and Nick talked to him about how reality Steve um, had spread a lot of rumors about him and like hadn't talked greatly about Nick. And Nick said like, I tried to kind of ingratiate myself with you just so you would stop talking bad about me or spreading these things about me like Demi had said about the texts and things uh, that he had sent her I kind of knew that about him I already knew that he was a little more of an asshole back in the day he makes a living off of you know revealing these secrets and kind of trashing people and some people are into that so they listen I've gotten information from his account with our own stuff so it's like I'm not 
not even saying it's like all of it's bullshit because some of it turned out to be true just the way way he's gone about it is shitty he should have been smarter and not left them where someone could find them and I'm surprised someone didn't find these sooner to be honest with you (laughs) Um, they've been there and he's been shitty for a longer time so (laughs) I'm surprised someone didn't just come out and and uh, and do that but I think uh, because Bachelor as a franchise is being scrutinized so much that uh, everyone's getting looked at with a microscope it blows my mind though that he think he had enough of a relationship with Demi to tell her about a sex dream that he had about her just for reference guys no woman wants to hear that from any guy unless she wants to date you or is dating you or married or whatever like unless you're together or she wants to be together with you um neither of which Demi would be interested with him after he outed her as bisexual to her family before she got to tell her family so on on the episode with Nick he said whether this is true or not but he's because Nick did bring this up and he said he thought that her family already knew because she he's like well she said it on like on tv so how would her family not know? So he assumed that she had already told all of them, but that doesn't give him license to then talk about her sexuality. Yeah, it's never appropriate to do that. Um, It's weird and it's creepy. You should know. That should be common knowledge for every guy. Yeah, it's true. So I don't buy that excuse. Too old to be making unwarranted sexual advances towards a girl who's 25. And like, come on, dude. The Me Too movement, did you just not pay attention to any of that? Did you just not, you just didn't think it applied to you? So yeah, he's 45. So he's almost 20 years older than Debbie is. Yeah. And it's not like he's a Brad Pitt looking man. Well, even if he was, it's still not appropriate. It's true. It's true. Doesn't matter what the attractive level is, right? Unless you know for sure that she, like, she's into you that way, or you guys are dating, like, you don't want to hear it because it is uncomfortable and you don't know how to respond to it. And the way she, she should not be crucified in any way she responded to it because it's an opposite. I feel like every girl's gotten like an unsolicited dick pic or like a creepy text from someone. And your reaction is a reaction. And honestly, to get out of situations like that, um, most women, and I will generalize here because I do believe it is most women, will just kind of laugh it off as a joke because they don't want to escalate it into something that might become more violent or harassment which she said like she didn't want him to come after her in the media and stuff because he's been known to do that with yeah. other contestants right and so she kind of just played it off like oh haha funny but it wasn't it was awkward right and it shouldn't yeah. be her responsibility to react or respond in the appropriate way yeah. he was inappropriate i'm glad that he's being called out for this i don't know what the repercussions are going to be honestly i feel like he'll still do his thing especially because like his stuff isn't just bachelor a lot of franchises and i think a lot of people probably who don't watch the bachelor might not even care like some people you follow for like a certain thing that if they post about something else you don't even love and a lot of people just kind of write him off as a gossip column type of thing like it's not really it's, it's different like with taylor she was in a position of power and where she was helping vulnerable populations right and she was doing a job outside of her reality tv self but this is like he's reality seat. It might, it might affect repercussions in terms of like contestants won't uh, readily have interviews with him anymore or talk to him about stuff. It might affect the way he gets his information um, and the spoilers, but I don't think he's going to suffer that much from it, to be honest. 
no, I agree. I don't think he'll, he will. I mean, and also like, I will say that there has to be a limit that like, this is outside of the, his, um, topic tweet topic but there's a limit to um how many how many spoilers that you give dude like don't give away the whole season before it even starts I don't want to know about like which guys have already been kicked off because they're back on social media and stuff like that like you have to leave something yeah forward spoilers are fucking annoying I realized that last season when we started this podcast with Matt's season you know I would be looking through stuff and it was like I don't want to know who won yeah like your predictions like who who do you think's going to hometowns whatever that's fine like the rumors yeah like this is what happened and it's almost always right I stopped paying attention to his post so much just because I want some surprises left for Katie's season I'm not I don't want to know I need something good with that season because her promo oh boy segue yeah it's so bad it's so bad so bad i liked your (laughs) the the comment it's like blink twice if you need help like literally the thing where she's like sitting back and she throws the rose i think it's because she's not an actor in any sense of the word we when we had hannah you know she's she's been on the stage she's been in front of people as a miss beauty pageant even claire has been on multiple seasons and then others can carry it with their personality but katie's not that person there's no personality that's it <laughs> you nailed it so she's not an actor and she has no personality so uh why did we put this white woman in 11th place we that no one knows because she brought a vibrator quirky she bought a vibrator it's like positivity I saw I saw a meme that it was like they dressed Katie like her purple vibrator very accurate they always like kind of reference to their time on the show right that could have been the reference for the dress it really could have been in the twisted mind that it's the best the 2010 prom dress oh it's just like I think the biggest thing for me with her was like she just looked uninterested she looked really uninterested it was awkward. It was uncomfortable. And I like, did she not receive any like coaching photographer notes or directions on what to do? And was there nothing for her? What she makes me think of though, you know, like that person in an acting class who the instructor is like this, this, and this, and they don't get any of it. Yeah, could be. That's what she reminds me of. I don't know. She lacks like a certain like sparkle to her you don't want to like even when I look at Michelle right it's like there's something a little bit more like special about her I don't want to say special because no right in her own way it's just like Katie didn't embrace who she was on the show and bring her to the photo shoot you know she was a little bit confrontational a little bit controversial she confronted people she was a little spicy with some of her conversations that she had with some of the women but she didn't bring that to the promo it felt like such a reach yeah like her whole like be a katie t-shirt it was like katie doesn't even look like she wants to be katie well and it doesn't even make sense because the slogan you know the way they're selling her is that she's undeniably herself but yet you're telling everyone to be a katie shouldn't they be undeniably themselves too like isn't that the message is that you should be yourself like how she's herself the whole thing wasn't groundbreaking you know, it was kind of, she had kind of like a Caitlin Bristow kind of like, I don't give a fuck vibe yeah. to her, but like with less fun. Well, yeah, because there was no like smirk. There was no like devilish little eye. There was no, you know, nuances like that. And I think it's just because she just doesn't know how to do that for the camera. But also 
her promo confused me, right? Because they had her in this prom dress, they had her on a swing, they had her in a t-shirt, like none of that really spoke to who she was on the show. They had her in a t-shirt with the prom dress. It looks like they just brought her into a soundstage with like a blank wall and they're like, this is all we need. It's fine. It's it's cool. Because I mean, even Tasha's promo was better than this and she supposedly just replaced Claire. The difference between the promos, if we line them up, like Tasha looked like a grown ass woman in an editorial magazine. Well, she had like fun with the camera, right? Like she was- But she has, I mean, she has a lot of personality. It's true. And I talk shit about Claire, but like even her bad promo, like I was like, Claire's promo is bad. It was way better than this one. I think it's just, everything was confusing. I'm like, she's a grown up woman. She brought a damn vibrator. Like bring that in, bring in her sucks positivity. Give her an outfit that's a little bit more risque maybe instead of this prom dress. When they showed her leaving and being like, I want a man I deserve. It was like, kind of looks like you just said goodbye to like your brother. There was no emotion on her face when she left. There was no emotion on her face in the car. And they showed her in the car. And then it was like, they showed her yelling at the other girls, which like, yeah, that was like Katie's thing to like not take shit. But like, what about that showed us that she was like the bachelorette? That's true. Just because you go on to a show about love doesn't mean you're actually ready. You're right. She was lacking a lot of the emotion, the passion, because even the ones that were like trying to not show emotion, emotion came through in some way. You could see that they were trying to hold back their anger. Like Piper was so angry. Brie when she got sent home, right? Like she was very stoic, but like you could see it in her eyes. Yeah. The producers trying to reach for something and being like, hey, look, we're putting someone who's sex positive and da 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 like trying to get more female, like widespread viewership. And I, I don't know. I think it might backfire on them. I still think it's going to be boring. Is that why they brought in both Caitlin and Tasha? They're like, we need to offset whatever this is. <laughs> I think that's the only thing I'm looking forward to, actually. Like, seeing them together, it's such badass energy. I know, I keep seeing people, and then so we're like, I won't watch without Chris Harrison. It's like, why? These two seem like a ball. <laughs> so much more fun. Little like TikTok dance thing. I watched that thing like five, six times. And I was like, yeah. Well, and like they both have so much personality on camera, right? Like, I mean, we make fun of people who they leave the show and want to be influencers, whatever. It's like, but both of them have that personality. Yeah. That it works. And yeah, like the TikToks, it's super fun. And I mean, you yeah. can tell why they let them have their phones and do stuff is probably to drum up something for the season, right? Yeah, because I mean, the promo is not going to drum up anything for the season. I'm excited to see like a preview of the actual show. Like when we get to like when they edit the footage and kind of make it into, I'm excited to see that. I think it's going to be like when I watch Below Deck and they're like next week on Below Deck and they try to make it really dramatic. But in reality, it's just like someone didn't get the orange juice they wanted. Like a movie that has their trailer and they put all the good parts in the trailer. And then you watch the movie and they're like, I could have just watched the trailer. she was really good with this one thing and I really admired her for going after the bullying and the mean girling in the house because I even don't know if I would have the guts to do that that does not mean that you will make a good lead there needs to be that separation it can't just be tokenism you can't just be checking off boxes to make people happy you have to actually look at the talent there and I know we're not there yet as a a society but we won't get there unless that's like you start doing that. We look at this season with the host, Tasha, yeah. She's a woman of color, super entertaining personality. Yeah. Great for reality TV because she has that personality. When I look at like Rachel Lindsay and people were like, Rachel should be the host. It's like, no, she shouldn't because she doesn't do well in a pop culture setting. It's like, I still don't get why she's on E! News. Because they're checking boxes. Yeah, but it's like, put her on Politico. 
do that because that's what she's good at. Mm-hmm. That's what she cares about. That's what it is, right? She doesn't care about this pop culture nonsense unless it's specifically something like the Chris Harrison interview, it's right? Why, it's why her podcast, the Higher Learning podcast, was so much better than bachelor happy hour because she doesn't give a shit about the bachelor you can really notice the difference people if you go and listen to her on her higher learning and and on the happy hour podcast it's so different i love listening to her on higher learning she lets go she doesn't have any of those pretenses she just speaks how she would speak yeah but when she's on happy hour i just it's 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 all fluffy it's fluffy the only yeah. good episode she ever had on Happy Hour was the episode last summer. Yeah, when she called Becca out. You have to care, and we notice if you don't. And that's where I think that, like, Tasha and Caitlin uh, are both going to be good hosts for the season because they make sense in a in the pulp culture perspective. Yep. I'm also excited to see it filmed in New Mexico because New Mexico is a place I've always wanted to go because it looks very pretty. Yeah, I'm excited to see what kind of different dates and stuff they do because I... For the past couple of seasons, I wasn't very impressed. It's really, the show is really hinged on the travel. I wonder if by Michelle's season, they'll be able to travel more. The entire population of Canada, 14 times over, has already been vaccinated in the U.S. So, I mean, at least they should be able to travel around the U.S. We talk shit about Americans. It's a very vibrant country with a lot of culture in its cities. There's so much between New York, Los Angeles, Every place kind of has its own vibe. And like, they could probably even just go to Hawaii, right? That's tropical. Yeah, there's so much in the one country in terms of diversity and way, ways of living. And I hope they give us hometowns. Please give us hometowns back. Home hometowns. Home hometowns. There's None nothing of- like seeing the person in their own space. Yeah. Because you exist differently in the place that you're from. For sure. So different. Your comfort level, right? Yeah. And you know exactly where everything is and you grew up there. With Tasha's season, they were able to bring in a little bit of home in. But for Matt's season, they just brought the people. But there was really no, like, unique to my home experience. And Serena, just they just played off the whole Canadian thing. But they didn't actually look at her hometown in Toronto. Because there are differences between the provinces in Canada and the territories. You were not Ontario. Thank you. Yeah, no. That's the other thing, too, is I feel like with Canadian stuff, they try to, like, monolith Canada. It's like, it's Canada, poutine, maple syrup, beavers. Yeah. Hockey. (laughs) We're just so quirky up here. Like, I just think of, like, when I moved to Vancouver, I'm sorry, like, it's nothing like Alberta here. No. And, like, and then you go to Quebec and, like, Montreal is a completely different world. Right? Even with, like, my own family. Like, I'm from Alberta. My dad's from Victoria. Mm -hmm. Right? So he's very, like, and I can see in his personality more, like, now when I, when I, because I've known him for years obviously (laughs) almost 24 years no the whole time um but like I can see when I moved here how like how he is is like British Columbia and I can see that whereas my mom's from Nova Scotia even though she didn't grow up in Nova Scotia she's from there but when I've gone to the Maritimes it's like her whole personality it makes sense because she's from Nova Scotia where me and my sister were from Alberta so our personality makes sense because we're from Alberta and shall we move on to the big topic are we done with all the other ones is there anything else Ivan don't date Heather Oh yeah, God, no, don't do that. She's not. I feel like it's just like a ploy for paradise. I think they'll both be there. Heather will rent her white minivan. Now it's her thing. It's her quirk. Do we know who's going to be on paradise? I think we know a couple of people, don't we? I don't know. I haven't read anything. I don't know if they'll really start announcing it until after Katie season airs. So it'll probably start in August, I'm guessing, right? We'll probably have an off week and then paradise and then Michelle. Yeah. I wonder if we'll have paradise Canada. We're going to have to do like two episodes. I have a lot of fun drink ideas. We're making, we're making reels. Get excited. Oh yeah. That, yeah, that'll be an, an, an experience. Uh, 
I don't know how to make reels. We will figure it out. It'll be great. It'll be fun. Jen looks excited. (laughs) (laughs) Watch me get so into it though. I'm going to be like, oh my God, yes, this is the performing that I've been missing over the last year and a half. It's true. It's been harder to come up with inspiration for Katie's season, but it's okay. Okay, so now we're on to the the main event. The main event. Colton, out and proud. Admitting he is gay on Good Morning America. Yeah, that morning when that interview aired, I got a text message from my mom to a group chat with her and my sister. And Mm -hmm. it was just the photo of like Colton Underwood comes out as gay on Good Morning America. And it was all caps. She's like, I knew it. Because she said that in his season, she was like, I don't think he's straight. I think he's gay. And I know even we, we didn't write out, say, like question his sexuality so much as we just thought it was odd that he was a professional athlete, but was still a virgin. And he even said it had not really much to do with religion. I don't know. I, mm, coming out is hard. Yeah. I don't know if that was the best venue for him to do it. Um, and the thing that... It's entangled with this whole treatment of how he was with Cassie. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I have nothing really, I have nothing to say in terms of him coming out and being gay. Like, no. I, don't, I don't have anything to say about that. Be proud. Me and you are both, we're yeah. both, we're both, uh, we're both pro LGBTQ. I don't have any issue with that. The thing I have with it is, and I think we're going to talk about it, is we completely brushed over the fact that he like stalked and harassed and like put a tracking device on her car and now is a Netflix series about being gay. So actually if you if you do go and listen with uh, on Nick Biles podcast he kind of goes over the stuff that we're going over and he talks to someone who is gay and had to come out and um, talks about the self-work that he had to do in coming to t- terms with his identity because in Colton finally admitting that he's gay he has to cultivate a whole different identity for himself because he's been viewing himself a certain way for so long and denying this part of him and yeah. so the fact that he I don't think he really has done that because he's doing this Netflix thing he wrote a book he's now um, he, you know, he came out on TV. It wasn't that he, you know, wrote a post or an intimate, had something intimate, like he cultivated it so that it was on TV and it was I'm not called up good morning America. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, it's not like I had an intimate chat, like good morning America is like a big, that's where you go after you break. That's where that's breaking news, right? That's like, yeah, hot interview is that one. And he did it also so that it falls in line with the Netflix special because that interview would be part of the Netflix. If you've been struggling with something for that long and you, you, you've you only recently come to terms with it, doing a TV special and a TV interview and all of that is not, I don't think it's the right place for your mental health to get to the, to the right place. And the only acknowledgement towards Cassie is that, yeah, I, it was wrong. I'm so sorry. Now, I get that he was struggling with a lot of things and accepting this, and that can make a person act in inappropriate ways. But the fact that he hasn't he hasn't taken the time to really look at his behavior, I don't think so. What he did was like, that's scary. I mean, I feel like I've, you know, I've been followed places and like had to run out of stores and had to not go right. But like to have someone you actually know. Mm-hmm. Not just like a random person who like gets creepy but someone yeah. you actually know like he put a tracking device on her car yeah he stalked her at work he stalked her at her parents place he monitored messages and was constantly messaging her and her friends you know all to what maintain a, a beard right like it was, it was predatory behavior 
he shouldn't be rewarded with a Netflix series. Just because you come out as gay doesn't excuse the behavior that you've, you've done. Uh, doesn't excuse the hurt that you've caused her and the mental stuff that you caused her because she then had to deal with the fallout of social media as well as the relationship, as well as his behavior afterwards. So I get you were struggling with something, but the way that you behave because you were struggling with that was inappropriate and you still should be facing consequences for that behavior. And I'm confused at what this Netflix show is. It's following him as a gay man. Like, doesn't that seem like like something we would have put out 10 years ago? Also his representation, right? Again, just because he came out as gay doesn't mean he now represents this cohort of people. No, He is brand new to this community. He doesn't probably even have a community yet. So for him to be this figurehead for the gay people or the gay athletes, he hasn't, not that there has to be a timeline, but he, again, he hasn't gone through the necessary stages to find out what this part of him actually means. Yeah, it's all just very rushed. Like it felt like a promotion. I, I don't know what the motivation for it is. I, I don't like, does he even know what it means for him to be a gay man? What does that mean for him? What does that mean to him right now? He doesn't know because he hasn't had enough time to do the work. I'm still struggling with my identity and I've been this person for how many years? I didn't have to come out as something else, although I am starting to play around with pronouns finally, but you know, like I'm still, we're all still trying to figure out our identity. Yeah. And he's only come to term with this in, in the last little while. So I just don't see how he's ready to then reveal all this stuff to the world through, through Netflix. And I just think it's, I think it's really just inappropriate considering what he did. Yeah. Like last year. Yeah. It wasn't like 10 years. It was last year. He's been on three different iterations of Bachelor franchise. He was on Becca's season. Okay, fine. Then he went on to Paradise and had this whole thing with Tia. Yeah. And then he became The Bachelor. So like you've gone through several iterations, but you're telling us that you were uncomfortable with your sexuality the entire time and just decided to fool everybody. And like, it just... It's not okay. Not okay. Just, After Becca's season, you should have taken the time to really look at yourself and you didn't. I'm just disappointed by that decision to make a whole show about him because I also feel bad for Cassie. Here's the guy who's stalked and harassed me and now he's more famous. And it wasn't like, you know, he came out to her. There was no reconciliation as far as we know. And I don't really feel like there was. Uh, I watched her latest like vlog post uh, him coming out and she was like, it's a lot to process. I'm not really going to comment on it. I don't yeah. think he knew before. I don't think so. Which I think is kind of shady. I think he probably should tell the person. I mean, maybe he couldn't. Maybe he, like, couldn't contact her. Get your lawyer to send him out. Oh, that's true. Because she did have the restraining order. I think she dropped it at some point. I think, well, because once his behavior uh, stopped, there's really no reason for it, I guess. He was ever too concerned of uh, consideration for her from his actions. No. Even pre-stalking when they, like, broke up and then he started talking shit about her and wrote a book with shit about her in it without getting permission from her. And he just, Yeah, he wouldn't leave her alone, hey? happy that he came out and can come to terms with that side of himself and stop hiding that side of himself but that doesn't negate the actions that he did and he needs to be held responsible and have consequences for that not be rewarded with a netflix show not be rewarded with a gma uh, exclusive um, or a book or anything like that it just it looks shady to me take some time to figure out what this part of you is and what it means and then come back yeah you need that time
that was a lot it was a lot of catch-up to do so there was there was so much catch-up to do <laughs> there's like a couple little fun things i saw the other day um abigail kit piper and chelsea are doing like a podcast or a show called like exes in the city it's like a little like sex in the city spinoff it's cute it's like the little photos they took are cute a little girl group stuff that's it. yeah that's the only i saw that today tomorrow when they were like there's something else oh my god yeah make an amendment right just like okay i'm just gonna record this really fast Reference, this was recorded on monday april 26th if something else happens yeah I also saw a thing where Blake from someone's season, like he was like, The Bachelor is going to be over after this season because Chris Harrison's done. And I was like, sorry, Blake. I think this franchise is bigger than him, honestly. I haven't heard uh, other than Chris getting his own lawyer about this. I haven't heard what he's doing or what, nothing, except for his support for Colton coming out. Yeah, that's it. I think it will continue to exist without him. You got people who watch it who've only seen him for a couple of years or haven't watched it for 20 years. And Caitlin could be so awesome that you're just like Chris who? And I think too with like the social media aspect for so many like younger viewers, like like they, it's only social media, and he's not super active on social media like they are. So it's more the contestants, I think, the host. Yeah, really more like the white Christian moms in this Midwest that really give a shit. And we're just gonna supplement like the younger hipper crowd with them anyway, so it's fun. Yeah, they're in yeah. editing mode right now. Like the season has wrapped yeah um so then they're in editing mode and hopefully we will get um the video promo right quick yeah because i think the air date's june 7th june 7th or for us june 8th because that's where (laughs) that's when we watch and record is on the tuesday afterwards that'll be exciting uh we still have other episode ideas coming up um we are going to do a claire (laughs) exclusive episode (laughs) and talk about all things Claire past present hopefully not future and then we've had a lot of incidences uh locally with women um, having to do street protection so we're going to do an episode on how to how for women to keep themselves safe but also bringing men into the conversation um what can men do to keep women safe and that doesn't just mean rescuing the damsels in distress uh but talking to your dude bros about the dude bros about their misogyny yes shut it down you're playing apex legends shut down the misogyny so that'll be fun we're going to try to convince uh rebecca's boyfriend to come and talk with us he's working on riverdale right now but he'll be wrapped by the end of the week for those who don't know that show films here so it does yeah casting is listening we love the show betty and veronica right here (laughs) yeah so it'll be interesting to get a male perspective because uh, we've just had our female perspective so far. Thank you all <laughs> for listening in. Tune in to our episodes of the past to catch up with us. Yeah, a couple bonus episodes, Chris Harrison, interview with Scarlet Runs. Continue following our Insta with Rebecca's amazing curated posts. Me and Jen are going to take some cute photos tomorrow. A little at-home photo shoot. Yeah, those reels will be coming at you with drink ideas. Oh, and we'll also have an episode breaking down the dudes, the guys, and yes. talking about them. And then maybe some of our predictions on who might stay and who might go for night one. Yeah, once we get that list, we'll get that going. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. We love having you here. And as always, let the journey continue. <laughs>